Today, we are talking about the importance of culture and community, about some foods that she really feels about a comfort of home, uh, about her greatest achievements, her most memorable food events, and of course, her top three tips to help improve your health. So I hope you enjoy the episode and please share and review. It helps other people see the podcast. Hi, Jeannie. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Fiona, for having me. Delighted. Delighted I'm one of your guests in your podcast. So, so good. So good. Thank you. Jeannie, would you mind introducing yourself to my audience to begin with, please? Absolutely. So, my name is Chef Jenny Maltese. They call me Jeannie in TV, but uh, it really is it's Jenny Maltese. I'm a Latin American TV chef. Um, been here for 20 years, and this accent is not getting any better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I do now. I do work in TV in RTE1, uh, the two-day show with Maureen Dohi, and sometimes on the six o'clock show in Virgin Media. Um, and yes, that's what I do, all about food. Fantastic. Um, so I suppose one of the things maybe would I'd like to talk about would be your culture and maybe some of the foods from your culture that you would bring to Ireland. Okay, that's good. That sounds fun. Okay, so I think it's a really interesting one. I'm half Italian and half South American. Uh, I come from Venezuela and this is like, it's a very unique South American country because we're in the Caribbean coast. So there's a lot of tropical and Caribbean influences. And then we have the very deep roots in South America. And then all the Italian side of my family again it's all about food and obsessing about food and sharing food and it's very community orientated though the city I come from is very multicultural and the foods that I grew up with will be Asian and like they were like childhood favorites will be a lot of Asian communities in Venezuela um, Middle Eastern Arab food uh, Greek, all of this really influence the way I eat and even the way I travel, the way I see the world. So I never, even when I moved to Ireland, I never saw myself like 100% South American. This is like, oh, I miss this certain dish from Venezuela because it was so diverse um, that I never felt like I miss it. I miss it so much um, when I was away. So when I came to Ireland, I fell in love with food because it was so different and so unique where I came from, obviously, coming from a Caribbean background and Italian background. Uh, and then when I started cooking for people, I was, I was not in college yet. I started cooking for people, um, doing events, like mini events to teach them how to cook. And it was just all very healthy orientated. Um, and this was nearly 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. And this was with My Nutrition Ireland then, co-founding this company. And we started doing cookery demos. But I never saw myself as a chef or as a cook. I just want to share my cultural little secrets that I have from my grandmother, my mother, my aunties, and the women that were around my life. And it was always around health. And health is beauty. You know, they're obsessed with beauty back home because if you have a healthy skin, healthy hair, you know, healthy eye, bright eyes, that means you're healthy. Um, so it's all intertwine so a very young age I learned little secrets from my grandmother my mother and the aunties and the women getting together how important it was just to keep your blood clean and your liver clean because that keeps your skin clear so 
I used to start cooking and doing healthy dishes in a very tasty, easy manner. And it took off from there, really. Um, not so much 100% concentrating on my Latin culture then, 10 years ago, because I think Aryan was very new to different flavors. You know, now it's multicultural and it's so exciting and you can find food from the Philippines. You know, it's amazing from any corner of the world. Uh, but then I think 10 years ago, it was like this started of the healthy kind of buzz and people were kind of getting into fitness. I think after the big recession we had, uh, people were really out and exercising. And so all that really influenced them um, to be more open to new things. Know so much about the Latin side of me, I think. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't realize that in, in Venezuela. I mean, that must be just pure fusion cookery because there's so many different influences going on there. That's, yeah, that sounds fascinating. Yeah, it's just as well you didn't come to Ireland 20 or 30 years ago, it would have been very different, I think. <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> so maybe it, it sounds like this community is, is a big thing for you. Would you perhaps have um, a favorite recipe from your granny or your mother or your aunts that, it, you know, gives you maybe on a day when you're not feeling great, that's the food you would like to have? Yeah, I think I think um, this would sound a bit funny, but now there's getting wintry and cold. A lot of people pull away from salads and things like that. But I think I crave salads. I think once they're part of your routine, um, you really crave certain foods. So because I come from a very hot country, you couldn't really process. And this is like really hot, 365 days. It's not like, <laughs> there's no winter, there's none of that. It's super hot. Um, so you cannot really digest a lot of foods like potatoes and things like that. They're other though, they're from South America, they're from Los Andes, where it's colder and people love them there. But in the Caribbean coast, there's a lot of fresh uh, salads and seafood and coconuts because you have to keep hydrated all the time. There's a lot of water and salads. So I grew up with that and I crave that. I crave uh, vegetables and salads and avocado and tomatoes, Sim simple things, cucumbers. There's one um that my mother this where all this healthy uh, eating came from me my mother was diagnosed with a brain tumor many years ago and this was a very healthy woman who wouldn't drink wouldn't smoke um another time when she was diagnosed with a brain tumor i got a shock because in the same year my grandmother was diagnosed with cancer lung cancer and again this is a woman never drank never smoked all into healthy eating but their lifestyle affecting big time my mom was very stressed all the time high stress uh, and a lot of meat a lot of meat in her diet like meat um very big meat to her and then my grandmother never smoked but she grew up surrounded by people who were smoking so she was secondhand smoker and then she got lung cancer so those things really choked me because they were the pillars of my life and then I started mm -hmm. looking into diet how could I help them with the treatment they were gonna get with chemotherapy and things like that to help them ease the pain and the nausea. And that's what I got into salads big time because they love it so much. So tabule was a big one in my family when my mom and my grandma were sick because parsley really helped them with the kidney stones and the liver. So really helped them to combat um, the heavy chemicals of chemotherapy. So that's what I got really deep into healthy eating from a health side of things no weight loss none of this other than health 
pure health. Uh, and I could see it in my mom. And every time my mom gets a checkup with the doctors, I see huge difference in her and what, what are you doing? And it was just me. I spent a whole year looking after my mother, cooking every single meal uh, to help her with the chemotherapy and the process that she was going through. And I saw a huge difference. And then, you know, you kind of keep those things to yourself. And I think that's when I started doing the cookery demos with healthy eating. I was so passionate about it because one of the first um, juices, then people were not into juicing them, which I was juicing. This is very popular back home and anybody at home can make it. And it's just carrot, orange, and beetroot. Uh, we call it three in one back home. Uh, okay. Tres en uno. Tres en uno. And it's so popular. Everybody drinks it. So it's carrot, uh, orange juice, and beetroot. If you can get raw beetroot, the better. Um, so it's delicious, it's sweet, it's, it's really nice juice, but it's so good for your blood vessels and circulation. Uh, it really helps if you are you have certain deficiencies in vitamins and minerals, especially with chemotherapy or after surgery or you're under treatment. Now in COVID, a lot of us, you know, especially when winter is coming, you know, just to have your immune system. It's a very simple juice, but there was a lady in the first course I gave, um, and her sister was in our wheelchair for many years. And every time winter came, all her legs and feet would get very purple because there was not enough circulation and she got a lot of pain. Um, so she started giving her the juice. Or I'll say to people, just try it for a week and see if you see any difference, you know. Um, and she started drinking it, just and making it for her sister as well. And soon enough, she her sister would start seeing her legs were not as swollen and there was a lot of healing in the legs due to circulation. All it was just opening the blood vessels and helping her out. And when she was very moved and emotional telling me about this, because she's been in a wheelchair for decades, um, that moved me and I said, I can't stop. You know, I just got hooked then because I couldn't keep these things. They were coming from my family, my background, and might help somebody else to ease any pain or any discomfort. And that's how it started. I never thought I was gonna be a chef. I never thought I was gonna be in TV. I was pretty much in the background of my nutrition, you know, taking the pictures of the other co-founder, preparing all the food background, you know, I wasn't really in front of anything. And then um, I think once people started tasting the food, seeing me cooking it, then people started telling me, well, you should be on stage, you should be doing events, you should be in TV. And I was like, no way with this accent, no way. <laughs> <laughs> to me. but that's how I bring some of my culture at the beginning and my background and my family recipes I suppose into our for yeah I'm here for more than 20 years so I've seen all the changes in food and all the different diversity we have now but yeah that's it that's the beginning yeah, and you're all, really you have a lovely way of, um, you know, lifting someone's spirits and, you know, showing your passion through everything that you do. I mean, I think you've made me feel like, okay, I'm going to go down and make a caribou juice and uh, an orange yes. juice. <laughs> so, okay, so we've got tabbouleh yeah, and the juice. That's fantastic. So, um, you've done a, quite a few food festivals, um, you know, up on stage, meeting people, presenting, etc. Could you maybe tell me about your most memorable food event moment? Oh, God, I have to say, well, when I started doing the food events and be on stage, I thought it was really good fun because I get to see people and then one that tastes the food, I'll never forget, you know, they see you, especially with the healthy eating, there was a lot of resistance at the beginning. Because there was a lot of great chefs, the best chefs, uh, cooking the French techniques, and you know, a lot of butter and cream and cheese, all the delicious things. 
And then it's this girl telling us, oh no, eat more parsley and coriander and things like that, you know, um, and here have a taste. So I think there was a bit of resistance at the beginning, especially the other chefs would be mocking me or whatever. Oh, here's the butter, put some more butter there. You know, it was funny. But then once the public tastes the food after the demo, that was when you can really see in there, it's like, I can do this, one, I can do this, and two, it tastes good. Um, so that was really memorable for me. And then having really amazing chefs like David Maguire, his brother Kenny Maguire, tasting my food and then like, this is really good and just, just keep going. So it was amazing because I never thought I was going to go that road. I was just um, sharing something I love. My, my most passionate thing is cooking and sharing food with people. You know, it's like a very Latin thing. Uh, I never thought I was going to take this path. So on stage, it has to say, yeah, Nevin and his brother were really lovely. Um, and then once they were tasting the food, the public, the, the feedback was huge. And backstage, when I was in cookery demos, like say Ricky Kenny or Taste of Dublin or anything like that, backstage, the chefs will be tasting the food and celebrities will taste the food and say, girl, you have to be in TV. Oh, you have to go. And I was like, no, 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 no. But they really thought I should do it. Um, and maybe because you're what you were saying, Fiona, maybe because I don't come with the disposition of this is bad for you, this is bad for you. I come from the other side. Just add a little more of the good stuff yeah. with a smile, with good joy, you know, the joy side of things, other than punishing people for what they're eating or you shouldn't have chocolate or when I don't talk about that. I think people should have a bit of pleasure in their life, you know, um, for sure. But then make sure you look after yourself too, because it's your responsibility after all. You don't want the health system to be looking after you and you don't want your relatives to be looking after you or your kids, you know, when you're an older age. So whatever you can do to help yourself to have a healthier um, life, to, soft, to keep away from pain and aches and pains that can be avoidable, um, the better. We all have that responsibility. So I understand that too. But yeah, I think those were more memorable on stage. And then on TV, I have to say the first time, <laughs> I have to say, people were telling me to go to TV and I didn't want to. So I want to thank mm -hmm. Simon Delaney and his agent, Paul O'Connell. Um, I was backstage in one of the events, uh, just prepping for the demo and we got on so well. And after they saw me on stage, they were like, you have to go to the camera testing. And they really, um, they're the ones who say, look, I'll set up the camera testing for you. And Virgin Media used to be TV3 then, and RT, and see, if you get in, you get in. Uh, you're nothing to lose, just to go and have fun, do your thing and have fun. Uh, and that's what I did. I just went through camera testing, have fun and show up. And it was all about healthy eating. And then again, there was no anybody in TV doing healthy eating that much. All the chefs that were there, it's like, you know, classical chefs coming from restaurants and all of these really good professionals. So I thought, I don't know. I'll give it a go and see. Um, and then I went and I got a phone call from both TV stations the next day. Yes, please come back. And I was like, are you sure <laughs> I come back? <laughs> so I came in um, because I remember that reception is an RTE. She said to me, oh, Garling, you're so lovely. But don't be offended if I don't call you back. I see thousands of chefs coming in here every week, every month, you know, just want to get in TV and they don't get a call back. So don't get offended, don't take it personal. And I say, that's okay. I'm just gonna have fun, do my thing. And then when I got the phone call, it was a real surprise. And the first thing I had to do was with uh, Maura and Dohi. And Dohi was not into healthy eating at all. At all, he was like, no, give me my cream, give me my butter. Um, 
So I done a brownie that had no butter, no dairy, none of that, all healthy ingredients. And he was not happy at all. But then once it tasted like yeah. TV, that was then boom. Okay, are you sure this is healthy? Once I asked you, are you sure this is healthy? You know, it's good. So that really changed the whole perspective for me, not to be afraid to do my thing. Um, not to submit to, well, you have to use more water, more cream and more whatever, because that I have nothing against dairy, but if you do your research, I, I re always advocate for people to do their own um, research and educate themselves and make their own opinions. But because of what I've seen what happened to my mom and my grandmother, I know how much certain ingredients will really affect your body. So just trying to give alternatives to people, you know, they might not be able to eat dairy, they might not be able to, be, you know, I always try to find alternatives for everybody. Everybody has a right to be healthy, whether, you know, you decide not to eat gluten or dairy. So I just, um, that's how it really started. I never forget when they just tasted live on TV and they were like, oh, wow, okay. And more as say, you were a Michelin star genius. She said that live on TV. And I was yeah. like, what? That was so sweet of her. Like, um, it was really cool. But yeah, that's, that's, um, that's just one side of what I do because I think TV can be gone tomorrow. I always, every time I show up on TV, I know tomorrow can be, they will call me back again. I always have, I come in always with having fun and show yeah. whatever I can. I know it can be gone, but what is lasting is community. And we can talk that about later, but I think that's, that's everlasting really. Um, people that have been affected by whatever, you know, a family member having a chronic disease or pain or them suffering with something. And then they find a different kind of healthy lifestyle and that changed their life. That for me is everlasting for me. Um, it's not so much, you know, all the social media and TV and all of this is good fun, but it's not, it's not forever. You know, that's all right, the way I see it. Yeah, sure. And I mean, it is, I can relate to that so much. It is so rewarding when someone tries your, your dish and they're like, oh, wow, you know, and they're, they're pleasantly surprised. So um, I understand that you're looking at bringing dining experiences to, to more people. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I think um, I'm really excited about that project uh, and it's been challenging because I thought easy, just let's put people together in a long table. We're all going to have great food, have a beautiful place, a stunning place, a gorgeous table, nice people that don't know each other and then make friends with fantastic people. That's, that's the whole thing. Share good food and then make friendships, especially after COVID and all the lockdowns. Uh, I know of a lot of people that really suffer because they were so career oriented and all of a sudden they found themselves completely alone during a lockdown. Um, so I think we were all dying to get together and share together socially. So what could be easier than people who love food and love socializing and just get them together. So that's the whole concept really, it's just have fun and every event just to have a different um, themes, just really fun themes. Um, but then uh, I was talking to my agent and he said, probably it's not the right time right now because we were talking this before about all the concerns that people might have right now with recession coming and things that are not really um, a priority. And probably going to an event and a dining experience is not for a priority for many. I know you don't have to convince me to go to one because <laughs> I love socializing. You see me, I love socializing. I love to be surrounded by people. Um, and sharing food and all of that but yeah that's the whole concept it's just getting gorgeous people together on the table who love food who have great stories to tell 
um, make new friendships, share delicious food, and maybe a little bit of wine if they want to, and having a beautiful setting. Um, and I'm really ambitious about that one because it's the fun side of things for me. More than a business idea, it's the fun side of things, just to meet new people and meet really gorgeous people and make memories more than anything. After COVID, I think we all need that. Make great memories and then share, you know, have a lovely okay. connection with people. Yeah. So that's the type of thing to, to keep an eye on your website and look for that when it's coming up probably next year kind of. That's yes. the type of time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you listen to this now, it's um, October 2022. So it'll be early 2023 <laughs> that you can uh, see that. Now, you um, mentioned something to me about developing an app. Can you tell me a little bit about yes. that? Yeah. I think um, that's very exciting. And I've been trying so hard to get it developed the last two years. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. I mean, developing app is quite difficult, but my challenge has been personal and all my time has been taken to personal matters. And that's really distracting me. If I have full time to dedicate it only to the things that I want to do, it'll be done because I'm, I'm a pretty go-getter. I just get focused on something, I get it done. So it's been a bit challenging to get it done, but the, the decision of the app is all about... Um, this is, I'm going to be totally honest with you. When, when I get in a taxi, people are like, oh, you seem familiar, but they cannot really point it. And they ask me what I do. And I say, oh, I don't really watch TV. A lot of people say to me, I don't watch TV. Um, if we look at our kids, our kids don't watch TV. You know, they're all in their phones or their tablets. And it's all social media, YouTube, it's all online. So I thought maybe to develop an app where people have access in their phone, to everything that I do, whether our recipes, courses, collaborating with people like you, Fiona, you know, where we can do something together and it's all in an app, other than a website. I find the websites are a bit dead now, even though I'm after developing my website um, because I was asked to do it, you know, because of my corporate jobs, a website is important for them to look, but I think an app is even better because you get to see everything and it's dynamic and it's inter you can interact with it, you know, it's different. You can see videos, you know, you can see live sessions and that's what I'm focused on. I think an app for anybody, I think who's doing like yourself or anybody in our industry who's doing courses online or anything, an app is brilliant um, because it's in their phone, you know, they have access in the phone or their laptop, whatever, but everybody has their phone in their hand. So that's pretty much it. So move that community from all social medias and all over that we don't owe any of that audience because of Instagram or anything is gone. But at least in your app, you have your own community and it's all about building a community, I think. Uh, anybody who's going to download your app is because they like what you do. So that's, that's, that's your people. That's your gang. Yes. That's your community. <clears throat> so I think it's a nice way to build a community other than a website which feels a bit sterile for me um, at the moment. I, don't have much passion for my website my website is there but i was like it's not interactive you know i really want i love this chatting to you talking to you so i want that with whoever is part of my community to be able to see them and have sessions every month or every week um, when you catch up and you incentivate each other you know motivate each other because this is very important when, when you're trying to transition from whatever lifestyle you have into a healthy eating or you know healthy living and a healthy mind all of these things unique community is very important and I feel sometimes we're clicking something on a website on social media it's very hard to get that so that's 
that's my ambitious side with the app and I hope I hope eventually I get it on but yeah working on that <laughs> do you have any idea of a timeline on that I was I was hoping I'd have it ready after September and that didn't happen so I'm just this is part of my self-growth and self-development I'm just <laughs> Letting things happen, not focus so much on a date and a date and a date. Letting things happen and just open my hands and let it go. I keep working, making the right things, making the right decisions, and it's going to happen what's going to happen. And if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be and let it go. You know, it's just part of my my new motor now. <laughs> right? I love it. <laughs> um, so could you tell me what you've got? Lots of lovely recipes on your website, etc. as well. What is your most popular recipe? Oh, desserts, desserts. And it's very funny. It's very funny, Fiona, because I'm pretty much a savory person. I mean, I'm not, I don't have a sweet tooth at all. I love savory things um, that they're my downfall. But every time I do desserts and TV or an event, that's what people remember. Oh my God, I remember the dessert. I went to, just to give you a funny story, um, Bloom this year which was beautiful, you know, after COVID and all that to be back in mm. um, all together. So Bloom was huge and it was massive and people were so excited to be there. And all the amazing crowd um, of a certain age to watch TV, RTE one, all of them came to me. I was just walking by, it wasn't even my day. I walked by, it's like, oh, you're the lovely girl who makes the healthy desserts. I remember you. So that's what they remember. They remember the healthy desserts, they can eat guilt-free. <laughs> <laughs> and so Especially, what type of could you give me an example or give the audience an example of one please yeah well my brownie that is all with almonds and dates and cocos at the very first one I don't maybe 10 12 years and Instagram when I was just starting Instagram and that brownie it has gone around everywhere from rugby teams to Conor McGregor to celebrities they remember for that with the, the brownie that's it that's that's the brownie it's just with almonds and dates and cocoa it's all great ingredients there for brain um brain uh health and to give you in a great mood and all that so it's really good even for hormonal balance as well i think so, so the sweetness and that comes from the dates is that right so there's no the refined sugar in that the dates now if somebody has a serious sweet tooth and doesn't have any health conditions and they're not used to, to cocoa or dark chocolate because it's too rich. I always add a little bit of maple syrup to mellow down. So if you can eat maple syrup, put a little maple syrup to mellow down the cocoa flavor. But yeah, the sweetness comes from the dates and all the moisture and everything comes from the lovely almonds. Um, and then you have cocoa, of course, it's lovely. So it's really moist and podgy and indulgent. So it doesn't feel like it's a healthy mm. uh, dish, but it is. So that's the very first one. I have cooked it hundreds, hundreds of times. People always ask for that one. They, the healthy brownie that's the one the very famous healthy brownie <laughs> lovely i'll have to check that because my daughter's birthday is coming up and she's asked for a brownie cake oh um, my god okay. i normally do make a, a traditional one so um yeah i must check your one out <clears throat> on my post i posted again i said i don't know remember what yeah i'll post it again in social media and i tag you on it so you can get that one <laughs> great thanks jenny so um I always ask my guests if they could give us their three top tips to improve someone's health. What would you say? I know we, we talked about this before and it's just like 
probably from me will expect him to say, eat more greens, eat more beans, eat more berries. You know, we all know that. I think we all know that what we need the most um, when it comes to eating and trying to get healthier. But with all the things that I've been through in my life, I know now the self-development and doing inner work is the most important thing because I have worked with the best and the top ex experts in the country and internationally. Um, and these are people that are looking amazing, ripped and super healthy and all into fitness and all of that, all these amazing gurus on social media, all about health. But then when you meet them backstage, a lot of them will have probably issues of mental health or you know, self-esteem, eating disorders, all of this. So I focus on the inner work because that's really where health comes from, I think. Do your inner work, concentrate on self-development to work on your, on your authentic selves. Um, um, because with this world that we're living with so much distraction and so much pulling and pushing and what you should be and what you should present it from the screen, all of this, we lose a lot of ourselves. So concentrate first on that, I think. Um, mm -hmm. because That's a great tip. That brings a lot of good things to your life and is the path to healthy healthy life, healthy living, your healthy mind, your healthy heart, all those things are together. So your environment has a huge effect. What you eat every day has a huge effect. Um, the way you feel about yourself, the way you think, the way you sleep, you know, your mood, um, all of these things. So it does start from within, I think. And then um, I was just, it was so funny when you asked this question because again, what could I say? And I think I cannot, Go other than just seek joy and happiness that'll be my second one because we're so focused on career the kids you know mm -hmm. all the things that just bring so much stress and we barely have any time to think about ourselves um and then you're thinking why do i feel down why do i feel exhausted why do i feel this why do i feel stressed because you forgot to have joy today you forgot to find mm -hmm. a little bit of fun today you know it's so all these things that we had in the list that had to be clicked and then you're stressed and then it's accumulating accumulating um, so just go out of your way to find joy i know this sounds like she obviously doesn't have kids i have a kid who's very hyper uh, time for nothing. <laughs> for nothing for nothing not even to think and he never he'll never be quiet like even when i'm trying to entertain him with something he'll be asking you a hundred questions so it's, i know i know where you are if you're a busy mom or a busy parent or a busy professional i know but just take those five minutes whatever you're feeding yourself with social media, with anything, make sure it's positive and it makes you laugh. Just find anything funny, anything to make you laugh and seek joy and happiness. I really think that's a big one, the second one um, for me. And then everywhere you go, just bring that gratitude. Uh, it is important because we focus on, I should have been here. I should have been done when we're talking about the app. I should have had this goal. I should have had the events on. And then if you come with all of this, wherever you go, you're not enjoying it the moment uh, and you're not in gratitude. Do you know what I mean? You're like, why this, yeah. why that, and why the other? So you just show up your beautiful self with a big smile and be grateful of the company you have. When I get to see you in an event or I get to share with people, I am present. I love your company. I love to be surrounded by people then and there and be very grateful that I have the opportunity to be there because life is very fragile, very fragile. So just show up with a smile, your best beautiful self and in gratitude. It's very, very important. Um, and then just eat food that loves you back. I heard this doctor saying this and I will never forget it. He's a, a brain uh, surgeon, I can't remember the name now. He's a very common name. 
Um, but he was talking about how important it was to be healthy and just like a little plant, you know, your environment is important. What you feed the little plant is important. Um, and then to be conscious, just eat food that loves you back. You know, we all know that if you have a greasy uh, takeaway, you're going to be a food hangover for the next two, three days. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. So just eat food that loves you back. Um, if you, anybody can remember something of anything I'll say today, it's just eat food that loves you back. Fantastic. So I love those three. And so you have the inner work and the authentic self. Seek joy with light and laughter and bring gratitude everywhere you go and eat food that loves you back. Yes. Love it. Brilliant. <laughs> now, one question I forgot to ask you was, what is your greatest achievement or what would you say is your greatest achievement to date? Oh, gosh, that's a really good question. Um, keeping myself safe and my son say, uh, once you become a mother, your priorities are so different, mm -hmm. so, so different. And, and now that I'm a mother and I have gone through such a hard years, really hardship, always with a smile and trying to find the good and every day. Now, today, completely honest, you know, I just keep my son and myself safe and, and build a beautiful life. That's it. That's, that's my biggest achievement. Yeah. Great. That's, that's a fantastic achievement. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, before we go on to mention where people can get in touch with you, did you have anything else that you wanted to include in the podcast? No, no, it's all good. Uh, thank you for, for this space and to be able to talk to about these things is lovely and it's lovely to share all of this. Uh, if anything I can say to anybody, just um, reach out to each other, build your community bigger and stronger. Whatever it is that makes you laugh or make you feel positive about life, engage with that, engage with that energy. and then. Just become part of our community. Fiona and I, we do work that's very positive and we do lovely things for people and we love connecting with people. So reach out, reach out because it's lovely. It's lovely to build up the community. And then, yeah, I'm on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Jeannie Maltese. Uh, sometimes you see my face in um, TV, if you watch TV or not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, reach out on social media. I will always answer, especially Instagram. Instagram and TikTok, I think, are the first ones there. Um, most of my time are in there now. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You bring such a um, joy and smile <laughs> to, to everything. So thank you so much. I will put in the show notes below, below the uh, links to your website and your social media, etc. So um, best of luck on all of your different adventures. And I look forward to uh, perhaps collaborating with you on something um, soon. So thank you so much, Jeannie. Thank you. Thank you, Fiona. Much love. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast on Cook, Eat, Nourish with me, Fiona Staunton of Fiona's Food for Life. I'd really appreciate if you would subscribe, rate and review the podcast to help spread the word. And if you pop over to my website, fionasfoodforlife.ie, you'll find lots of recipes, videos, inspiration and upcoming courses. Thanks a million.